0: Thank you. Guys, I have the absolute pleasure of interviewing someone that I've known for quite some time. Uh, he's always been a uh, please, please. <laughs> he's always been a pleasure to be around, and someone that I can say has some very interesting stories to tell. Uh, I don't want to give too much info and let the man speak for himself. Um, so, if you could, sir, uh, please introduce yourself.
1: Hi. Yeah. What's up, y'all? The name is Carlos de Luna. Everybody calls me Los. Los. Yeah, yeah definitely. Los?
0: So um just kind of just getting in there, jumping in there. Uh, one thing that, that the reason why I'm getting you on this show is just because I, I know for a fact that uh, you've been somebody that I've known for quite some time and, I th- and and I know for sure you have some interesting shit to say man, and I know you have fucking some probably crazy ass stories that I'm not trying to get into too much of those, but well, I'm let's definitely do it. Yeah. hey, I know I bet but, I'm, but but I'm really trying to just kind of let people know. Uh, you exist, man. Yeah. I mean, and and also just kind of giving you a little bit of, of that fucking limelight to to fucking uh, explain some stuff, uh, say say some philosophies, and and we'll definitely get Ooh. into that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, let's start off real simple. You already told you who told us who you are. Um, what is the one thing that you focus on right now? Um, I'm talking about culture barbecue. Okay.
1: Business wise, jazz. business wise? Okay. Yeah,
0: let's start off. Let's go off with that real okay. quick. Like, I mean, all right. So, how long you been doing it?
1: We just gonna jump in books right now. Then. Oh, we're gonna jump in okay, this. Okay, cool. We're gonna, we're gonna be doing. So, yeah. been barbecuing my whole life, really. Like, my mom has a picture somewhere when I was probably two or three years old, and I'm throwing a picture. I mean, I'm sorry, she has a picture of me throwing a log into the fire with my grandpa. Okay. At two or three years old. Okay. And I remember from that far back, that's really the only way my grandpa cooked just most, barbecue like most of the, no not just barbecue but live fire
0: yeah, yeah okay yeah, so outside, most of the yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: if my grandma wasn't cooking simple things inside my grandpa was always every day of the year no matter if it was the hottest record-breaking day of the summer he had a fire <laughs> outside dude like that's just what it yeah. was like come home from work crack a miller light start a fire okay after okay. he showered and stuff you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's just what it was so he always cooked out there so I've been doing it for so long I think professionally probably been since 2019. Okay. Professionally, so. but that's like with the the business set up and the accounts yeah, 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 and doing yeah, all yeah, of that yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um but before that I didn't know any better and friends would be like, "Hey, cook for my daughter's birthday and I'll give you 200 bucks." I'd be like, "Cool." Like Okay. I've been cool. doing it forever, but professionally culture Barbecue probably since 2019. Is that when it was established? Yes. Okay. That's when right. I went in. At right. first I went in the assume the name, and then I did the LLC and all that stuff. But 2019 is when I went and officially claimed that name. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. All right. Pretty simple there. So, okay. Let, next question that I want to ask you, why do you do it, man? Besides, besides the, the inspiration that was done, but from yeah. your grandfather, what is it that when you fucking get everything prepared, turn on that fire, wh- what is it that fucking just makes you keep on going back to it? Wh- what is What is your main goal? On a barbecue, man.
1: So really, bro, it's like, I love the process. Okay. Right? So there's two different aspects of this, right? Two different perspectives, I guess you should say. Uh But I love the process of of working a fire to accomplish something special on a protein. Okay. Right? So um, a lot of people will come up to me and be like, hey, what's the secret rub? And I'll be like, hey, before I tell you a rub... Uh-huh. i want you to maintain a fire with no smoke for 12 hours i hear i, I so it needs to breathe bro it's like <laughs> a snake eating its tail it's constantly going right like, yeah. Yeah. and if you're doing that like for example when i'm running my smoker you're not going to see any thick white smoke blowing out of there okay you're going to see something thin blue transparent or you're going to see heat waves coming out of the smoker okay that's where all the magic happens and to be able to take a muscle like a brisket that was discarded in the beginning of the barbecue, like yeah, it was discarded to take something that tough because it's, you know, it's part of their, like from their, their front, the cow's front legs up to the, the neck. It's in that range, right? Okay. In the front of the chest. And it's one of the muscles that helps propel them forward. Okay. So they're constantly yeah, it's using un, it's it. a constant muscle. It's a strong the, muscle. It didn't motion, have a lot of intravenous short. fat. It had fat on the top cap. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like to take something like that and with the control of fire, be able to make something real special out of that. Like I love that process. Okay. So that's one like perspective of it. Right. The second perspective is like being able to make something and then give it to somebody and slice a piece off and let them eat it. Mm -hmm. And just to like, like see the, the reaction and see the like, you know, they'll take a bite, sit it down and kind of back up off. a little bit and kind of get in there it's like yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah okay bruh and i think that comes from a lot of like so i think the the cooking side of it comes from like my grandpa and maybe the serving side of it comes from my grandmother because dude i remember her feeding all of us feeding everybody and she would never sit down and have a plate but she would just stand there happy and you know her little cooking apron and watching everybody and Mm So maybe it's a cultural thing, which hints the name, it, right?
0: It, it really, it really, yeah. Okay. And yeah. Hey, so that's that, where I'm hey, coming from. Tie- yeah. Maybe that, that's, that's what it is. Man. But I,
1: I like love that. both sides of it, bro. I like I just that. can't get enough, man. Like just watching people eat and hearing like barbecue enthusiasts, man. Like I haven't made it on the map yet, I wouldn't say. But hearing barbecue enthusiasts that come and will will come into town. Because I have people and I haven't released any names yet. But they'll be like, hey, man, I'm in town. Okay. And uh, I want to try a barbecue. And I'm like, well, I'm cooking, so just come by the house. Mm-hmm. And these are dudes doing like magazine publications and stuff, right? They'll really? come here, and I'm giving them food out of my front yard, and they're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Okay. Like, how are you doing this? Like, you you have a spot in the top fifty, is what they're saying. But I'm just kind of like, I'm just taking my time because another we we'll get into whatever whatever I'm doing currently, and yeah, yeah, you you don't you, and
0: I see exactly what you're saying. And one thing too, just I'm kind of fucking just like, wow, I, I didn't know it was like that, man. Yeah, I really didn't fucking know, and 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 I think that proves. Uh, to the reason why I'm here and having this conversation with you and and having this interview, man, because of the fact that, I mean, for as long as I've known you, I've known you, what, since high school? Yeah, I do. Right? Um, It's over 20 years now. True, true. But I think that it's been something where it's been sporadic throughout the the time, you know, the 20 years. And we've always, you know, kind of seen each other in different stages. And one thing that I always found was interesting was, it's it's like what, from the times that we would we wouldn't see each other, and then when I would see you next, it was something different that you were doing, or mm-hmm. it was something of a different phase that you were kind of transitioning to. And I'm like, okay, okay, because I mean, I know I remember you Doug, from yeah from high school, and I remember this this and I mean, even I was the fucking same age. I was like, yeah. I remember this kid that was fucking all like. Uh, you know, baggy baggy jeans. You know, fucking white jeans. Wearing fucking coats. Wearing fucking uh, spiky hair and shit. And then wearing fucking like big ass goggles because it was kind of like that 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 club scene, kind of hip hop scene. Hip hop, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I remember that, and I'm just like, I look at that, and then I look at you now, and I'm just like, wow. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 for the stories in which we've you know we've had even more recent because I think it's more recent that we've really. You know, connected and, and really talked about shit and just kind of like get to know about each other more, you know, at a later stage. Um, there's a lot of stories that I know that you've told me that I'm just kind of like, wow, you came from that mm. to what you are now. Yeah. And I think it's fucking, it's badass, dude. It, to me, it's something that it's not just something that I, I find interesting, but it's something that, um, it, it, it's impactful. I mean, it, right. it really is something where, and I keep on saying something, but it's really an example that I looked at and know that anybody who who has any other type of situation that might be similar, you never stop growing. Mm-hmm. And if it's something where you know you need to be, you'll eventually get there. Right. You know what I'm talking about? And, and I think that from knowing you then, from all the time and the phases that I've seen you boss to see you now, I think it's really something that's nurtured where I'm just like, Oh nah, man, he got it figured out. Mm-hmm. Now it's just trying to figure out what
1: he's going to be doing for the rest of his life kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I think like, so we can call them phases, right? But like the whole, when we were in high school, the whole hip hop thing, mm-hmm. bro, like
0: Oh, well, those are phases, like a motherfucker. I Bro,
1: they're phases, right? But this is what I find special, dude. And I've had some great people in my life that that can um, sit down and talk to me about where I'm at currently. Like, older people that saw the phases happening. Yeah. Right? Okay. But the cool thing is, like, that phase in high school, right? Um Wearing the bag of jeans and, and you know, I love the break dancing. I love graffiti. I love DJing. I yeah. love...
0: It, it never leaves you really Hip-hop,
1: mad. dude. I loved it. But so, that in high school, it was... It was my focus at the time. Okay. I didn't have a family, didn't have a kid, didn't have... Um, what you have now? I didn't have what I had now, right? So yeah. it was okay to focus on that. Okay. But every single little phase that I went through plays a part in who I am today. Right? True. So just because I might be uh, in church every Sunday, uh-huh. right, which I am, I'm in church every Sunday, I'm a, I'm a big believer, or because I can sit and have a whiskey drink with you doesn't mean that I'm not... Banging hip hop when I'm in my truck myself. True. No, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it played a part in who I've become today as the man that I am with the family, with the yes, sir. with the career and the things that I've kind of built, right? But it, it it all plays a part in where I landed at. So I wouldn't consider it so much a phase because of I feel like, and, and this is just my opinion, right? I feel like a phase comes and goes, but I realize, like, oh, I wasn't really that. Okay. But it's still my selection of music. Like, it's still yeah, 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 that. Yeah. And, like, uh. so I was raised with. My, my grandpa and everybody were like super country, wore cowboy hats and all that stuff. And I still love country <laughs> music, bro. Like my playlist will yeah, blow your yeah. mind, dude.
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure because I, I, <laughs> I have a hard time with country. It's not
1: that, that I hate I it. I love it, bro. I like, prefer I love more it. of the
0: older country. But I yeah. mean, definitely uh, it's something that I kind of kind of raise an eye to. Like, uh, I don't know. But There's I mean, some
1: good dudes out there now. Like No, there is. Even new school guys. They're all right, man. But I just I jam a lot of country like I can yeah. be Tupac one minute and. Tyler the next minute. Like, it's crazy, dude. like
0: And that's amazing, man. Because yeah. honestly, and I'm I mean, like
1: super crunk on both of them. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Either one of them hypes me up the same way. Like, dude, I love it.
0: That's me in a lot of situations. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not so much with country, but with any other type of music, it really is something where mm-hmm. I, I can fucking flip back and forth and it's not going to be, it's going to have the same energy that I put into one yeah. into the other too, because mm-hmm. it's just something that I enjoy. So, I yeah. mean. I'm there with you, man. I get it, man. I get it. So. Talking about, you know, having the the hip hop phase, you know, early in your high school, man. Where are you from, man?
1: Where South, are you from? Southwest till I rest dog.
0: <laughs> 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 it's gonna
1: be that forever, man. I'm from So you so, grew up you grew up from here? Right? I
0: mean I mean, where you where did you originally like? Yeah, so I give it
1: I give it a quick background check, right? So okay. we stayed with my grandma who was over off of like in Military, like a, like Briggs
0: yeah 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 Briggs, i know like what the, you're talking the, about the gray eagle yeah, area yeah, 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 like
1: yeah, yeah. it's funny man because you talk to people from from the hood like like they're from hoods right and then you'd be like man i grew up on you know over by gray eagle and they're like oh damn like that for real like back in the day when when i was living there my uncles were like running shit right gang banging over yeah, there like you had shit. to have permission to drive through there they will stop <laughs> your car dude like it was it was yeah. the indian creek to the next level back in the day you know yeah, what i mean like it was it was like tough man and creek? from there we moved up to the creek you know what i mean? Which, which, so, which was you think a step about it, up, it, just yeah. like it was a
0: step up, but yeah. yet it was Indian Creek. It I wasn't mean, much better no, either at the same
1: way. You know what I mean? So um, after that, man, we moved over. Uh, we went to the south side for a little bit. Um, And then my aunt that we lived with in Indian Creek, we lived on War Horse. She moved over to Sky Harbor. <laughs> War Horse. Yeah. So I was on War Horse. And like as kids, we'd play drive-by like you're jumping around. Yeah. And yeah car yeah. drives by and you know, you, you duck see headlights. Shit, it's, like yeah. duck. it's like really practice is what it was. Yeah. But it, it, but, no, I know exactly yeah. what the fuck it's I'm if y'all don't know, guys,
0: I'm fucking from Indian Creek as well. Yep. I've seen a lot of shit. Um, not not proud of it. Same time, though, too, I think it's something that has made me who the person I am. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I, you
1: know what? I think, man, I'll say that I'm proud of it. Okay. Because we, we talk about the perspective of being a product of your environment, and yeah. I'm proud that I'm from there. Now, here's the crazy deal. I'm proud that I'm from there, but I've only moved one neighborhood over.
0: <laughs>
1: you you like, have. I went man. from Indian Creek to Sky Harbor, and I bought a house here. Okay. But- and I'm gonna get into something. Yeah, about our that perspectives here of where we were then and where we're at now. Like I'm I live a different life than I lived growing up around here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So push it,
0: no, push it to you closer. Oh, totally it, close, Okay. I, mean,
1: I want to hear you loud.
0: Yeah. So no, but you, yeah, you make perfect sense on that. And and then it's crazy you say that because one of the things that I was thinking about when I was driving into the neighborhood, I mean, I'm from the neighborhood over and shit in Inning Creek, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um coming into this, it was something where I was realizing and watching the environment and it's like, okay, the houses look a little bit better because people either remodeling or yeah. there were like new houses that were built in empty slots, right? Yeah, the front one's up at the very front of the yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah those empty plots. There. They yeah. Meant to say plots. But I mean, and then the other thing I noticed is the vehicles. There's a lot of new vehicles as I came in. Now, I know it's stereotyping for me to fucking think that, oh, well, that's not possible. But with that said... Would you tell me that by looking at your your neighborhood here, do you think the neighborhood has come up?
1: Man, it's tough, right? Because like, in that perspective of the way houses look and the vehicles that are being driven around, I'd say it's it comes up and it's more appealing to the eye. Okay. okay. I think this house, I think Sky Harbor and Indian Creek looked way rougher when we were coming up.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's and that's reason why I'm able
1: to... To look at the neighborhood and be like, what the fuck is going on? I remember coming up and driving to the back of the harbor, driving into the creek, and there's, like, pit bulls in the front yard and weight benches and 40-ounce bottles. Like, for real. Like, that's what I remember seeing. And now you don't see as much as that. And I don't know. I couldn't tell you if if it's gotten any better because at the same time, there's a lot of young knuckleheads around here. I bet. There still is, like. Yeah. and I have stories within the last year of still living here that like <laughs> crazy bro like I had nothing to do with them and somebody gets hijacked in my front yard literally like it's <sighs> Shit, been in man. the last year and I'm like I'm just at my front door like strapped up like an army veteran bro yeah. like just yeah. I'm gonna stay in the house if you don't touch me or my kids like yeah we're good we're backing it out and went out there and made a scene you know what I mean but yeah. it's just kind you of mean, one of, mean, of them it's one of them things dude growing up but I feel like it's gotten better but at the same time, Man, these kids nowadays, bro, they don't they don't throw hands, dog. They're down to just shoot for whatever. And we hear a lot yeah, of it, and we man. see a lot of it. Yeah.
0: And, and and I ain't trying to get too much into that, but I I think you 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 make a lot of sense in that situation just because I see it a lot, you hear about it a
1: lot. It's cuz I've seen both ends of it. I'm still here. I still live here. You know That's what I'm true. saying? And I still see so. it, but And these kids nowadays, it's a different it's a different code than we had. Like if we got yes. into it with somebody, Yes. And we had an older brother, and they had an older brother. They would settle it and tell us to chill. It's not like, no, these youngsters don't listen to older brothers and daddies no more, bro. They're just out for it. They are, and they so are. we we see a lot of that. So I just keep my nose to the grindstone, man. I don't pay too much attention to it, and but I got the same means of protection if they want to come in the house. You know what I'm saying? I'm just <laughs> no, yeah, no, same here. <laughs> same means same of protection, here. but I'm just I mean, not out there. I'm just. I, I think that's part of I just and out being, my neighborhood. You know what I mean?
0: Being and shit, and just fucking yeah. like. Uh, Handling yours and fucking making sure your shit is fucking squared. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that makes perfect fucking sense, man. Definitely. Well, yeah, it's
1: it's crazy. It's still kind of crazy, but it's all right.
0: <laughs> so going into that a little bit more, man, what kind of life did you have growing up, bro? I know this might be a little bit too personal, but I mean you don't nah, have to get man, too let's even, do it. But at the same time too, it's like it's me asking those questions because I think from all walks of life. We can learn, and it just doesn't fucking. It doesn't
1: happen just in the movies, man. Right. It's very fucking real. Oh uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So coming up, man, it was like there's so many different things I could touch on, man, and and I'm oh, trying to I'm trying to figure out where to find like a like so, a good level ground. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Just because we could talk about it all night, you know, I know what I mean. No, we could. Because I mean, we've had those conversations
0: or yeah. you've told me we got and, pretty deep. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not even talking. I'm just listening because it's like one after another. And it's just like, wow, wow, wow. And I, and I think that, that is really one of the other twos, man. One of the, one of the twos, one of the other things why I respect you a lot, because I mean, for the things that you have experienced, man, not that we need to share them on the show, but yeah. for what I know, man, that fucking was like, okay, I know exactly yeah. what you've been through. And where you are at now, I'm like nothing but respect, man.
1: Yeah. So, like, I know you've heard some of my story, man, and that's something that I probably there's one thing that will that I won't talk about just because, like, that's if it if he gets heard, okay, it'll well, bring me problems back to the neighborhood. You know what I'm that? Okay. So, so uh, well, I that, won't shy from that, now, but now
0: with that in mind, man, and I'm not I'm not trying to put anything out here and there, but if it's anything that you think and you feel, and I want everybody, the audience, to know. That I, I don't ask these questions because I'm trying to just get fucking juicy content of any sort. I ask them because I think they're, they're vital to the yeah. conversation. Yeah. But if it's something that you feel that will have any negative effect on what you have going on,
1: don't do it. Yeah. That's you see it. what I'm saying? Okay. No, and I respect that. Okay. Um, But... So what I'm what I'm talking about is, and you know the story, man, where I got into it with some guys that were around here, and it's been so long ago. No. I don't want to ever bring that up, and then I got to go redeal with that. Like, don't, hey, why no. you talking yeah, about yeah, it? You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, yeah. And those were old days. Those were, we were all just dumb and, and young, you know, and yeah. representing the neighborhood, dude, is what it was. <laughs> but anyway, um, man, I come from, I come from, and I and I. and some people say, like, the perspective, it's all perspective, right? Some people say, like, man, you had it rough, but I don't, I don't consider it rough, dude. I I consider myself cut from like a special cloth. Okay. Like and and it may sound rough, but it all made me who I am today and it made me realize a bunch of things like I've seen uh and I man, I know my mom's probably going to hear it and I love her to death. Uh but I've seen her get beat up. You know, I've been through that kind of that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Uh without a father and seen another man put hands on my mom and and had to protect her. You know, At super young. I've come from that kind of background. Um, I come from a background of my mom trying her best to raise me right, but being turned on by the things I saw around here. (laughs) Like my mom, dude, my mom always gave me the freedom. Like, hey, you know what? I want the best for you. If you ever want to drink, you tell me you can have some drinks at the house.
0: Okay. My, parents, she my, even my, said, like, my hey, parents were like that, too.
1: I know you're going to see weed around here. You're going to hear about smoking marijuana around here. And if you want to do it and you really want to try it, just be honest. And you can try it in the backyard, but I want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. Like, she gave me the freedom to do what I wanted to do, but it was just weird. Yeah,
0: it, it is. It so is. So, I
1: tried it away from her, like, and I got caught doing it. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? For, like, for as
0: much as freedom as
1: you were given, you were like, nah. Because it it's just a weird it's a double standard. Like, man, my mom loves me so much and she wants me to be okay. But at the same time, I know if I go tell her, Hey, I want to try it's going to break her heart. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> like, it was like, ah, well, you know, I was around the corner and everybody's, everybody's doing it. And I was like, well, this is just a good time to try it out. Like, yeah,
0: I, I think a lot of those experiences, they, they happen at the same time, the same way for me. Yeah. It was just kind of like my parents were Real cool about the shit. And and it's not something that they were cool about. There were still parents still concerned. Super concerned is where that comes from, dog. Yeah, Yeah, and that's what it is. But it's just they felt more uh, responsible and relaxed about the situation if it was something where...
1: They mm-hmm. can just be there with
0: you, yeah, exactly. watching, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they—you want to hyperventilate?
1: Some people hyperventilate on the weed,
0: oh, you know. Like, oh, let's
1: not even talk about <laughs> shit like that, man. I got some horrible fucking stories like that. Man, I, I already, already know. too much of myself right yeah. But yeah, man,
0: I've had some fucking horrible anxiety fucking attacks with that shit, and it ain't fun, y'all. I'm pretty sure that if if you're listening to this and and people you've are done laughing it right now, yeah, yeah exactly. Just remember be to like yeah, no. Nah. we've all had our fucking our moments and shit. So yeah,
1: definitely. but so man i come from that kind of cloth you know like nothing nothing ever given uh nothing came easy i think biggie said uh you know christmas missed us like yeah that's mm-hmm. that's what it is like that's what it is and can i finish this you go right ahead
0: man all right guys i'm, I'm not trying to promote any scotch because if you've heard my last podcast crass and open-minded that's all we kind of did but um yeah, we're drinking. We're drinking some, some definitely some, uh, some good scotch. So that one right there, I'm not trying to brag or anything. That was probably like 150. Uh, this is good, dude. Nah, that one is good. Lagavulin, Lagavulin really, really really, really uh, 12 year, uh, 2020 special blend. I guess this is a little segment to kind of just break off. Punch and, it in, yeah. Yeah, and just fucking say what we're drinking. And the other one that I'm drinking right now is an Orangery. Uh, it's a scotch whiskey infused with fresh orange. Exotic and exotic spices. I don't. Know. I'm sorry. I'm ready. I'm ready for a little tip. Here, try that one real quick. Try this real quick. Yeah. Uh, it's the official uh, Scotch whiskey break.
1: Did you smell it? You didn't even Bro, smell it. I smelled it. That screams like holidays, dude. Like it's so good. Like it's so summery too. Now, imagine like drinking this with chocolate. Hmm. Right.
0: But I'm pretty sure you're still enjoying that. That this right was there, hard no, to beat, dude. That was good, dude. That was really good. But but, uh, I'm
1: also going to enjoy some Copenhagen here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Plug, sponsored. <Yo>, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I am dropping plugs now. I'm yeah, just, no, yeah. I'm just playing, I'm playing. no, no. Well, you, you'll get a chance for that for sure, man. You'll get a chance for that for sure. that's no, no, okay.
0: Copenhagen. <laughs> All right. So just <laughs> let's get back on track of what we're doing here. That was a quick break. Um, interesting stuff, man. Uh, yeah. Crazy stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure... If if somebody hasn't had that happen exactly to them, they have similar stories. So I mean, it's it's stuff to get out there so uh, people can know. Uh, but I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it. You know what? Let's just move forward on this shit. Yeah, we could talk about this all
1: night. Yeah, we could. we could. We could. We really could. We've done that before, bro. Just sitting yeah. down and we talking. Had. So yeah. But I mean, this show isn't about me. It's but about yeah. the people. Come through. I mean, at the end of the day, it's been. It was a rough. It was a rough, rough upbringing. Um, but I, one, one thing I have to say, man, just to like really respect my mom, dude, is like, I never felt the lack of love. Good, man. I have to say that, dude, like, yeah. grew up rough, my mom tried to do the best, and sometimes I went against the grain, but right or wrong, dude, I never was not loved. Even though I feel like I lacked love from a father, lacked love from somebody being like me home, like, I never had that from a dad, you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. So I could never use that as an excuse because the amount of love I felt for my mom, like, it's really like a godly, unconditional love, dude. Like, getting suspended and I was wrong, dude. Like, I did the wrong thing. She loved me through it. Like, yeah. sometimes my love came in the form of a punch, dude. Sometimes it came from, you know, a slap <laughs> yeah, 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 or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. But, dude, she never left me, bro, and never stopped loving me. So, like, it's amazing, man. I came up rough, but awesome, I, I never man. had a lack of love, that's for sure good. That's man. guaranteed. I mean, that that's
0: that's beautiful, man. And you know I just didn't want to move forward
1: without saying that part. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, that's fine. That's no, real. No, yeah, yeah, it is real.
0: It's very fucking real and uh, it's crazy because uh, we, we actually saw a movie last night uh, and, and I mean, it's probably not the best uh, movie to be referencing. It's The the Pope's Exorcist.
1: Oh, my mother, i never yeah. seen it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a crazy movie. But anyways, one of the lines that they said and it kind of stuck with me is um, the closest thing to God's love is a mother's love. I believe it. Right? Because yeah. it, it's... And that's one thing that even for for myself that I see, I can probably be the worst thing on this earth and my mother's still going to love
1: me. Yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying? I'm there right now, bro. She always loves me. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it completely. And I'm not trying to fucking give the, the mo- movie any kudos because yeah. they're, just, they're just reiterating stuff that's already been said. Yeah. But it was just something that I'm like, you know what? And that makes... Perfect fucking sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I believe it. Yeah. So the other thing about the show, man, is I'm talking to people who who have been natives of San Antonio, and I'm pretty sure you have, right? It's all your life, right? Two ten on the table. Yeah, I see yeah. that shit. Dude. <laughs> I, I have I have tattoos as well yeah, that right fucking on. represent fucking San Antonio and Ooh. shit. Um, it's home, right? Mm. So with that said, do you think San Antonio is something that shaped you into the person that you are today
1: man i'd be lying if i said no right bro i've never been on a plane I've never been nowhere oh for real, man bro oh, so i've been to, i've been them like i don't even like to fly but i've been to places <laughs> but i mean I... bro i've been to mexico like i got family in mexico and over there's never rough. been
0: bro i don't even want to fucking <clears> talk <throat> about my whole uh idea of, of mexico if y'all heard my previous uh fucking show uh yeah i'm on i'm on this fucking uh this thought process or thought plane that Mexico is like all dirt roads and there's nothing fucking electronic there. Like they're still
1: fucking in the stone age, which is yeah, very yeah. wrong. And hey, shit. you know, some you know places. what? There's some parts like that. Yeah. I know there is, but when I, mean, I would go see my family growing up, bro, like there was nothing. Yeah. I hear some, there was like a river some, that yeah. cut off the back of the property. We swim in the river. <laughs> like there was no lights. There was an outhouse. Like when it got <laughs> yeah, dark, yeah. it was dark, bro. There yeah, was yeah. no cell phones back then. Like, yeah, I mean, there show. was, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing but, like but we nothing have, like now. have now. Like, that's what it was back then, and the crazy thing is, though they still live like that over there. On the ranch that they're in, it's still like that. Do you think people who live like that,
0: they they have some something that is, and I don't know how to really question this, but do you think that they're more free?
1: Bro, I'm gonna tell you this. I can answer that by telling you this, and I I don't want to like disrespect none of my family because I don't know all the history down there. Okay. So we stopped going. Um, Like preteen years for me Okay But okay. we went way before that We went a lot of times You know what I mean And when so was, like
0: When it was safe
1: no, <laughs> Yeah when it was safe <laughs> No we're still good over there Wherever we go No I'm just playing <laughs> <laughs>
0: They know about the creek dog No I'm just playing It's how far it goes and <laughs> <in the> shit <laughs> Oh
1: you from the creek Go for it
0: You know what Talking about <laughs> that though Real quick Seriously, growing up, when I would be, you know, I'd get a new job or some shit and be like, Oh, where are you from? I'm on the creek. And they're like, Oh, shit. They'd be, I know, I'm all like, they just like, anybody work here now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah, that would be the first response. And the second one would be like, Damn, bro. Like, so have you shot him? I'm like, No, what the fuck? I'm all, How many people have you shot, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just like, I'm just from the creek. I mean, just because I live there doesn't mean I fucking like, participated. And I, yeah, right on. And that's a fucking story to tell within itself. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So, like, it was like that in Mexico, man. They live like that. They did they did all of that. We stopped going over there um but bro, to answer your question like we had a one of my uncles. So, bro, we are like some of my family's like deep Mexico like yeah. Like yeah. Like so every, dece- every December every December we're every December we're killing a pig. Okay, okay. I mean, but like, I mean, it all stems back from how my grandpa did it when he was a kid down there, right? Like, yeah, every part of the pig gets used, yeah, yeah. Like, even the bones get cut down and frozen. And we make a pot of beans, you got to boil the the bones first, right, to flavor the water up. Like, yeah, that's just like everything. The intestines get fried, the skin gets fried, like. You just stop. Um, Bro, every ribs, like, shaped, everything goes down, right? Because so I'm like, all like, damn,
0: that shit sounds good. But
1: anyway. Right? Yeah, big old chunks of meat get thrown in a pot of beans after the boil the bones. Like, Bro. the head's all tamales. Like, everything yeah. is great. You know what I mean? Um, and we had a, we so my great uncle passed away after my grandfather did, which is my grandfather's brother.
0: Okay.
1: He passed away. Um, <clears throat> but when my grandpa passed away, my great uncle was like, hey, um, we're going to kill a pig in honor of my brother. So okay. it's like all right, cool. So we go over there, and there's a bunch of us. All the family came in from Mexico, dude. Like, they flooded in. It was like, dude, if our whole family comes in from everywhere, we gotta have bleachers to take like a panoramic picture of everybody. Like, it's crazy, right? They're Fun. all over the place. Okay. Chicago, Houston, Mexico, like we're just everywhere. <laughs> Lubbock, like <Chicago. laughs> we're like roaches. I just crawled okay, out yeah, of whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. My uncle was like, hey, we're going to do this. And there was one of my, dude, and I even forget his name because I was so young when I used to go over there. But he, um, it started raining on us. Okay. And, well, we had fires going and we had, like, all these different pylas with fires under them so we can cook different methods. And we had pits going. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. we had all the fires going before we even went and killed the pig, right? <laughs> but there's, like, an old man. So I'm like, cool. We had just got done passing two bottles of tequila around drinking them straight and shots just to like honor my grandpa like that's just how it went down right okay so the rain started coming down so I'm like oh my uncle started pulling out tarps and ropes and I'm like let me hop in the tree so I can climb up in the tree and okay. start to string up the rope Dude, yeah, yeah, before yeah. I can get up there there's like a 70 year old like cousin somewhere down the line <laughs> that was in the tree bro already before before any of us cousins thought about it he was up in the tree what was he doing? Tying the ropes up. Already? Oh, so he was already on it. He was already on it. He found rope and got in the tree. And I was like, "This dude's seventy, bro. Like he's old." But it's just like uh, he's never eaten fast food. Yeah, no. Like it, everything he's eaten was cooking on a fire. Was cooked on a fire at the ranch. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, don't know no dude, better. They don't know. I mean, they don't know no different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of calcium in dirt too. So. <laughs> <laughs> We wanted to eat some <laughs> chile, right? So, like, we went in the woods yeah. and found, like, chile piquins, and they had tomatoes hey, growing. And, like like, piquin, way. Bro, I have a, a cousin. His name is Cheapy dog, and he's, like, an Indian, for real. Like, he took a rock and just, like, mashed yeah. all these vegetables off the plants and was, like, chile's ready. Like, never made it to the sink or washed <laughs> or, like, just gangsters, y'all, get out, bro. Like, that's just how we <laughs> ate chile on it. On the not even on a plate or a it just on it a, was he was all making it on another fucking cousin's back and shit. He was just like, <laughs> I got this shit. It's like mashing it on the table. With tomatoes and serranos from the garden and chile pequins from the monte. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruh. That's just what it is. Like that's yeah, that's where the cooking background comes from. Like that's what it is. Like
0: okay. real, real kind of primitive kind of shit, right? Oh, dog's the best. My bad, man. I've seen those fucking videos where they're fucking like cooking everything outside. Mm. Which I'm pretty sure it's like some of the shit, yeah, staged, but I mean, for the 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 primitive outlook in which it, it they're giving, it looks fucking just like, man, I bet you that's fucking badass. It's the best way to be, bro. Right. I love it. That's pretty badass, dude. All right, man. Okay. I mean, those are some crazy ass stories, to be quite honest. I mean, if anything, if I was gonna ask you, it doesn't have to be too personal, but if you had one story. That you can share with us that made a big impact on you, and it, it doesn't have to be from the past. It can be from the present, from whatever. If there was one moment that you kind of hold on to that it was like, you know what, this kind of helped in, in shaping me in the person who I am today. Which I'm pretty sure you kind of given some of
1: those fucking stories that they. Yeah, had I shaping. gave some of those stories. You did. I think, um, bro, like. I've talked to my wife about this, right? We've had some good conversations, and I think, like, no matter how rough it was coming up
0: uh-huh.
1: with everything that I saw uh-huh. and everything I was a part of, okay, um, the most impactful—if I, I dude—I can narrow it down to one moment. You can, yeah.
0: Some people can't, but I, I mean. can
1: narrow it down to one moment that changed my entire life. Okay. And it sounds crazy, bro. And I hope I don't plummet your views, bro. Like your no, 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 listens no, no. or something like that. Shit, but I'm gonna man. be honest, man. It
0: was like I mean, well, I do give a shit, but I mean, I yeah. think it's 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 it's
1: it's my story, bro. I'll never shy away from it. Okay. But I mean
0: it it's something that I wanna know. This is what it's about,
1: man. Yeah. So, so for me, bro, like, uh really, man, accepting accepting Christ, bro, was the, was what really okay. what really did a big change for me, dude. Like All right. bro, it led me to the career that I have now. Okay. It led me, um, it gave me so much clarity because with those moments that I went through coming up, dude, I had a lot of hurt and okay. I fought a lot growing up. Like, yeah,
0: yeah dude, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. always
1: fighting. Like I was always doing, dude, with anybody, everybody, like my wife, I drug her through the mud being a part of like, go to a party and then I'm fighting and she was like, she doesn't <laughs> even drink or do nothing, dude. Like she's such a great woman, mm, right? And, yeah, like. Yeah she would see me start to swing on somebody and she's already like starting the car because I just, she just I had to get out of there. She you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. whatever it was, bro. But like accepting God is the one thing that really changed my trajectory due for my whole family. Okay. It's gotta be Yeah. like through that. And so through that, I started helping an organization that's called cross trail outfitters. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they take kids hunting that would never have the opportunity to do so. Okay. And so their their slogan is basically like leading children or leading youth to Christ through the outdoors. Okay. Right? So they would do that kind of stuff. And um they had a dove hunt every year that I would barbecue for. And it started off like a hundred people, and it got as big as almost three hundred people one year. And I was doing that for a lot of years, and it was at this place called Strawberry Pines down in um so we would go over there, and it's a beautiful place to bird hunt, dove hunt. They got a kitchen, so I'd pull a smoker out there, and I'd take my whole crew with me, man, and we'd cook and we'd feed all these people. It's there We're like they have two fundraisers of the year. This is one of their fundraisers, and um, I never knew, but one of the guys that donated them that dove field mm-hmm. to hunt on, okay, his name is Kyle Crouch, and he owns um, Signature Hunting. Okay, and so he randomly like i did that thing for like five years and i met kyle knew kyle but it was never like we were never like um cool or we never talked outside of that event you know what i mean okay and then i found out that he donated that field and this is me donating time doing this event for free to this christian organization that helps kids out right okay that's how all my kids have shot their first deer doing all of that through that organization okay um and then one day randomly kyle calls me he's like hey i need somebody to cook at a ranch And I was like, all right. Now he calls me on a Saturday, and he's like, I need somebody Sunday to Sunday. And I was like, okay, well, give me the dates. And he was like, tomorrow. And it was a Saturday. (laughs) I said, wait, so we're leaving leaving tomorrow. And he said, man, I'm going to pick you up in about four hours because we're going eight, nine hours away. Okay. We're going to the panhandle. We got to stop and get groceries and go do all that. And I was like, all right. So I always tell my wife, dude, since high school, like, even when I was in the hip-hop stage and in in, in all of them stages, right, I said, man, if I could hunt fish and barbecue for a living, like, I wouldn't ask for nothing else. Okay. So when Kyle called me and I came inside and I told my wife, I was like, Kyle Crouch called me. He said, hey, we got to, I need somebody to cook. And she was like, this is what you've been talking about since we were kids. We've been together 20 years this year. Okay. So she was like, this is what you talked about since the day I met you. And she was like, let me pack, I mean, I guess I got to pack bags for you. You get all your cooking stuff. Me and the kids are gonna pack your bags, and that was that. No, I took off. Nice. I was gone just the following Sunday. Nice. And now I'm in this career that I'm in now.
0: Yeah, man, I see. I see that you've been you've been doing a lot of cooking for other individuals, as well as a lot of hunting. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I know. I know that's something that you fucking like, man. Let me ask this, man. When it comes to hunting. And and kind of kind of pushing that that button a little bit, and it's not it might not be, but when it comes to hunting, mm-hmm. taking the life of another animal, yeah, give me your explanation on that. And also, just real quick, guys, religious science. This show is about the person I'm
1: interviewing, right? I'm giving you my perspective, exactly. And I- Here's and, the thing I got to say about myself. I don't discriminate against... Do we can sit at a table with people that believe the exact opposite? And at the end of the day, it's another human, and I got love for him, and I'll have the conversation. And that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm not at. one of them Christians, bro. That, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm not... Bro, as long as you've known me, I'm not that. Yeah. You know what? I've never been that, and I will not never be that.
0: And even if it was just something that you were hard on it, that's fine by me. Yeah. I think it's important for you to say your piece, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be completely fine with it because... I'm learning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, so... um.
0: Yeah, so uh, hunting. Taking yeah. the life of animals.
1: So if we look at the... um.
0: Now keep it simple.
1: I'm going to keep it very simple, man. So <laughs> this is like the Christian Bible, right? Okay. Any Christian Bible you pick up. In Genesis, it talks about we have dominion over the land and the animals in it. Okay. And then they would sacrifice animals... As an offering to God, of course, that's before Jesus came. And yeah, yeah. So that was the only way to earn, like, uh, like to have your sins forgiven in the Old Testament, right? Um, but it talks about that, dude. And it talks about, like, if you look at the prodigal son, when he ran away, and he came back. They slaughtered the fattened calf to have a party.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like to celebrate something, right? It's like something like that. So um, I believe that we have dominion over the land and the animals in it. OK, like God, I feel like God loves us more and he created us more. It's, even it talks about the birds like they don't even know what they're going to eat. Like it says, don't worry about the clothes in your back. Don't worry about the food you're going to eat. The birds don't know about it. The birds don't know where they're going to eat from. And how much more does God love you than the birds? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I say all that to say, like, we do have <clears throat> dominion over the land and it's OK to go. And I'm a hunter. Yes. And I hunt. Yes. Yes. Now, there's some people that come, I mean, we don't have a lot of customers that do this. A lot of people that come, they're coming to shoot a trophy animal and they want to eat the meat. But there's some people that I know that don't do this for a living or do it the way that I do it. And they're just like out there laying in the deer, like illegally, like going yeah. off. And I'm not cool with that. Like, I'm like, yo, follow, yeah. follow the rules, man. Like there's rules for everything. Like There's a purpose behind yeah. what you're doing. So, for example, if I ever get a year and I'm so blessed where I could fill my freezer and I still have tags left, I'm not going to go fill those tags. I'm not going to go shoot no more deer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. um, Unless, like, I do like to share it and I do like to share the culture with people. So, like, if you were like, hey, I'll take a deer if you get a chance.
0: Yeah.
1: And I have two tags left and I could fill that and give you the whole deer. And then you take it where you want to get processed or you process it yourself, (laughs) do what you want to do to it. You know what I mean? Like. I'm over here like. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now like, that yeah. Stuff like that. I'm, I'm. I would do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, right. I still have deer in my. I can show you my freezer right now. And I'd be the, like, I'd be
0: the only person in my house fucking living good and shit Bruh. because nobody else likes to eat the wild game. And I'm like, hand me that shit. Yeah. But we on over.
1: we hardly buy meat. That's awesome, dude. Like we buy veggies and sides and stuff, and we just eat the deer and all that. Yeah. Dude, I got a whole half a deer, half a red stag right now. Hey. Sitting there and ground meat bro. Like I'm, it's like I'm,
0: we're gonna eat or I'm gonna take some home. <laughs>
1: <gonna> dude, <laughs> I will load you up, bro. I got so much of it in there, but it's been a, it's been a it's been a hell of a ride, dude. Like it's crazy where I'm at and I get to see the things that I see.
0: Man, I'm 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 happy for you on that shit, uh, man. Because honestly bro. it's like, like Well I don't I said, just
1: cook anymore, I guide hunts. Oh really? I did not yeah. know that. So when you see me hunting half the time, <laughs> I'm not shooting.
0: Okay. okay, you're just fucking okay. So like nice. we
1: have we'll have like Man, it just depends. We have customers come in, and it could be one person to I don't know thirty people. Okay. And they stay at these like five star ranches. You know what I'm saying? The lodgings, exquisite, dude. It's crazy. I bet. They stay there, and uh, if they we have another guy that cooks for us also. So if he's cooking, um, you're off guiding. Then I'm off guiding, and then we start to mingle with the customers. They get there the first night. We're hanging out and stuff like that, and they're like. One guy's like, hey, well, I want to shoot a thirty-five inch axis, or I wanna shoot this, or a thirty-two inch <laughs> axis, or Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's whitetail season. And somebody's like, I want a two hundred and fifty inch whitetail, And it's like we start break, like amongst us guys, we start kind of breaking up into like, okay, well, I'll take this guy and this guy and, yeah. and this
0: guy and this, guy and this guy. And
1: then we just kind of Bro, it's not shooting fish in a barrel. We got like 1,000 oh, to 5,000 plus ranches, yeah. acres. You know what I mean? So, so you're really scouting. To- you have to go find the deer. Yeah. Like if they say, I want something over 250, well, we know we have some over 250 inches at this ranch. Okay. So we got to go find them. Yeah. Like we're going to hunt that ranch for days. Like it's not going to be like, there he is, shoot him, it's done deal. <laughs> no, bro, we're moving. We're in buggies. We're like jumping up in blinds. We're, yeah. That's so I'm not I just I cooking, I'm guiding hunts now, it's man. Fun, and it's man. like, you really are
0: doing fucking some shit, dude. Man. hunting, that's badass, dude.
1: barbecuing, dude. Like it's yeah, that's what that's what I do. That's good, man. That's cut good. hair whenever I'm in town.
0: Yeah, I know you do that shit too. And we're, that? I want to—that was a question I was going to ask, but we'll talk about it a little bit later. But um, okay, Mo- moving on. Uh, another question I want to ask you, man, real quick. Um, one, two people that you say in your life that have uh, inspired your journey, man
1: one to two people
0: or if you just have one or if you have two i mean i'm pretty sure you have quite a bit of people we all do but if it was somebody who came to mind let's say just two people who have been real inspirations in your journey so far
1: may i say the first the first one has had to be my wife okay all right straight up dude because before, like going back to like the rough stages of Los, right? Like, yeah. you know, like I could write a yeah. book on it, dude. Uh-huh. Um, I was still there in high school. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's when we met. Bro, I had never <laughs> never played mini golf. Like nothing. Like fun to me back in the days was getting super stoned and going to Rocky J's, right? Like yeah, getting <laughs> fucking like just trash and shit. Yeah, like getting slamming mad dogs and smoking fat sweets and going to play pool or something like for or really? going to a party. Like that's what I that's what I did for fun on the weekends, right? Yeah. And she would be like, let's go play putt-putt. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, when and where? Like, when and where in this night that you plan do we drink and smoke something? Like, this is weird. Like Because it was just the habits he had. And that <laughs> was that was the knew, norm bro, for you. Yeah. Shit. yeah, that was the norm for so you. So she was like, what do you mean? This is fun alone. Like, you got to hit this little ball into that clown's teeth over there. Like, whoa. <laughs> and it wasn't easy, so it was pretty cool. Like, I yeah. remember that experience. dude. She took me with her friends, and I was like, Dude, I went home and I fell asleep without smoking, without doing anything. And I was like, this is weird. Like, there's fun outside of this. Yeah. And so, she, dude, it's been 20 years, but she's never left me. She's never left, dude, and she showed me so much, like, uh.
0: It's kind of showing you what the the, the other things that are in life. It's
1: kind of like a Beauty and the Beast kind of deal, for real. Like, I just, I didn't care, bro. Like, our first date. Mm Mm-hmm. We're, we're walking, and some car comes crazy. And to this day, I couldn't tell you if I had prior beef with this car or the person driving it. Okay. But we're leaving the movie theater, and the car bumps me, dude, from the back. What the like, fuck? hits me in the back of my knees. How the fuck? And I have her closer to the cars, and my, I'm closer to the road where they're driving up and down the yeah, lanes yeah. in the movie theater. And so I throw myself to the side, and I push her behind me, and I kind of take a couple steps to the left real quick, and this car just kind of steps on the gas to pass me up after it bumped me and I punched a driver window out.
0: Okay. Like
1: broke the bitch? Yeah. yeah. And it took off. <laughs> and I was like, get in the car. Like we're going to follow him. <laughs> and I had a gun. Dude, she didn't know I had a gun. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And jealous. she was like, stop. We're not doing this. And I'm like, what do you mean? This is what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. bro, she just showed me so much different, dude. Like, I, I can I can imagine I can so, only imagine man I can only imagine I gotta say her for sure man and there's really a lot of people in my life that have been a uh, influential to me man like really influential to me but if I had to say another one this one I'd really have to be like pulling teeth for man but um I think it'd be a, a tie for like like a three-place tie man it's weird because like there's a man named Kevin Potts who runs Cross Show Outfitters. Yeah, 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 We take the kids hunting, right? He's been, dude, such a good mentor to me. Um, there's him. There's my current pastor that we've only had for, like, the last four months. His name is Andrew Scott, and that dude is just, like,
0: yeah, bruh. You, you see something. Bruh. There's just something that just kind of clicks for you, man.
1: Dude, like, it's just... He just makes so much sense, dude. Like when I'm going through something and I'm trying to figure it out and I'm like drilling myself about it and I call him and I'm like, hey man, this is what I'm going through. Like, what are you thinking about? And he was like, bro, it's not that serious. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like it's over here consuming me. And he was like, bro, it's not that serious. Like, are you okay? Your family's okay? Like, what do we really got to do to get through this? And it's so simple, dude. I bet. It's so simple. Him and the last person is would be Kyle. Okay. Kyle Crouch, dog. Like that dude has just showed me a whole, like his work ethic is like something I've never seen before. That boy can work, dude. Like in skinning two or three elk (laughs) and antelopes (laughs) and pronghorns and all these other animals in one night by himself. Yeah. While everybody else is having a good time back at the cabin, like his work ethic, bro, like plus the things he's taught me the opportunity he gave me to live this life that I'm living now and, and work the job that I have now, like I, like he contracts me to go out there. Okay. And for him to believe in me, bro, like, and I've always been a hunter, but I've never been educated on hunting like these dudes have. And for him to take that chance and put me in the field and trust me to go. Yeah, man. Bro, some of these deer cost like 25 grand year uh, I'm pretty sure. And for him to just like, Hey, like, He's almost like a good, good father. We're the same age. We're days apart. (laughs) Him and I, like for real, we're days apart. We're both 38 years old. We're days apart. But he's like a, almost a good father figure, bro. Like, hey, go make a mistake, dude. Shoot the wrong deer. I mean, he doesn't really want me to do that because it's a big price difference. But he wants you to fucking know. Go learn, dude. Get out in the field. Sit in the woods. Figure it out. And that's the example. Make a good call. And that's the example about it. You know what I'm saying? That's. And I do my best, bro. I'm never, I have not shot the wrong deer yet. I have not shot a deer in a different price bracket yet. You know, because if a, if a guy's coming out to shoot, like, a, I don't know, a $15,000 deer, and I tell him to shoot a $20,000 deer, that's a big difference, you know? But it's like, a, he's great, dude. He's been such an influence to me in my life and my kids, and he gives me opportunities to take my kids out hunting and, good and doing stuff like that. So that's I would man. say my wife first, and then. Those those three people, man, Pastor Andrew, Kevin Potts, and uh, Kyle Crouch have been
0: great Thanks, for man. me, dude. Straight up. Well, man, I hope they hear the show, and I hope they fucking learn. You know oh, they're I, gonna hear it. I'm gonna say it too. Sure. I, I don't mean to be saying the word fucking in front of, me, but I mean. <laughs> but I'm just. But what it's I'm. It's all good,
1: bro. Yeah, but what I'm I'd be lying to, say to you if I said that I don't get upset and say it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not those people, bro. Yeah, no. Everything, By any means. Every, everything
0: in what you say is, is in pure intentions of, yeah. of goodness, man. And I, I, I fucking love this 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 um, you know, interview, this experience that we're having, because it's like for, for what you're saying too, man, I'm soaking it in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's just it's something that I I'm gonna keep with me and I'm gonna know, and that's the reason why I do this show is because for as much as the crazy shit that I fucking might say, there's a lot of shit that I'm also taking in at the same time, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: So, bro, and I got so many things I could say. I'm, I'm bro, pretty sure, yeah. No. Bro, we could have this interview five different times. And it'll be something different every And time. never covered the same thing. I'm pretty sure. No, yeah. Like, we can talk about just the job that I do now. We can talk about just the barbecue and when I owned the place in Floresville and how I got I into know, this. Man. Dude, we can go tons know, of ways, man. bro. Like,
0: But I don't want to give him everything right now. Yeah. For me, it's just if, a God if, story, bro. If, the, way, the way I see it, man, to be quite honest, is I will come and revisit you at a later, later time mm-hmm. if I'm still doing this, and we're going to talk about different things just to kind of catch up and see where you're at, man. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, with that said... So, you know, the things that you've been talking about, it it feels like a lot of lessons learned. With the lessons that you have learned, um, do you have, say, three, just three rules of a philosophy that you follow? It doesn't have to be three. It can be one. It can be two. But what are some things that you live by that you know that by following these rules... That you're gonna accomplish what you want to do.
1: Yeah. There's um there's three things, bro, that I live by. Okay. That I live by. <clears throat> and they're um we have something in the church called the Twelve Stones. Okay. Right? And um I think no matter what you are, no matter what you believe, you can kind of take these these three that I'm gonna give you uh-huh. and you can turn them into your You can kind of take them in however you want to take them in. It doesn't even have to be like a God thing, right? It's just they're good principles, bro. They can be put in any situation. Yeah, and I think about them in different perspectives. So um, one of them is I lead like a champion. Okay. And I think about that one specifically for my family and for people that I may employ.
0: Okay.
1: I lead like a champion.
0: That's good.
1: Like a good champion. And, And specifically like, the spurs you don't like pop doesn't put up with none of that showboat (laughs) stuff right like y'all hate the spurs it's cool but i gotta love them right (laughs) like they don't showboat much dude it's like it's kind of a humble um leading experience if you're following one of them right so Mm -hmm. i lead like a champion man and i think about my kids um my son played this tournament this summer of um flag football from the southwest district and they won first place and they got an opportunity to go play for uh, Under Armour and all this kind of stuff, right? And he wanted to get crazy and like, like I saw his aggression and his natural like, um, like killer instinct his come demeanor. out. Yeah, but I had to tell him like, hey man, channel that right. Okay. Like yeah, channel yeah, that right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 don't yeah. be a bully, bro. Like I know you're good at football. Take, you're Take you're, the, the the fire hose. Yeah. And, and get a grip on it i don't ever want him to be a bully bro in any aspect of it so like lead like a champion man like you win it's cool shake the other guy's hand they're not in their best mood right now they got beat you know what i'm saying so that's just something i believe in 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 my principles right okay another one is we speak to mountains elaborate yeah love that we speak to mountains right so like the uh the bible says if you have a faith the size of a mustard seed you can tell a mountain to get up and jump you get out of your way and I use that for anything in my life, bro, that, like, that I'm going through or that comes against me, mm-hmm. bro, I got the power to speak to that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Yeah, I get that. Bro, and there's been times, dude, when I lost the business in Floresville, business partner did me dirty, like. Yeah, I know about that. Set me back, dude, like thousands of dollars. Like, it was ugly, right? It was an ugly deal. And I was like, man, I don't know if I can ever bounce back. Like, I worked so hard to get here. Okay. And it was like, man, I could speak to this mountain. Like, I can speak to it. Like, and then my third one is just love people. <laughs> Dog is so crazy. But really, I feel like, like, like you and I sitting here right now, we may have different, we may have a different belief system, right? Yeah. Like, you may not believe exactly what I believe. But one thing I know about you is you love people. You're cool with everybody. I try to be Like, around. you can talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you can talk to anybody. Like, like, I feel like. We're one in the same where if somebody sits down in front of me and we're just going to have a conversation, we're randomly eating lunch at the same table at work or something. Like, I'm not going to hate you. Like, I don't just hate you.
0: It's crazy, man, because even for me, I don't initiate conversations. And this is something my wife is always kind of like, it's just it's just you. I can be in a room full of strangers or next to somebody who who I have no, you know, idea who they are. But they'll start talking to me. And I'm just like, why are you talking to me? And I mean, For the you got a gift, and
1: people want to, people gravitate to us, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy, right? Like, I
0: don't, I'm like, I really don't want to talk, but it's just okay. And then it's just, I find myself entertaining the idea, and then I find myself enjoying the experience because it's just like, you know what? That's why I'm doing this, this what I'm doing now, and that's why I think for as much as I tend to be closed off in a lot of situations, Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, you know what? I should be more open to people. Yeah. And I I think this is going to be one of those things that's therapeutic. Yeah. And and also getting me into those, in front of those people who complete strangers that I'm like, I don't know, but I want to know. And you know what? We're going to have a
1: conversation about it. Dude, that's the best. Right? Bro, if you think about it, if you love people and you have this little gift that we have, whether you think, whether it's just, whether I believe it's a God gift and you believe it's just your personality or demeanor, whatever we believe, right? Okay. You'll never be alone, bro. <laughs> You'll never have to deal with loneliness, dude. Like, if you ever uh, feel like you're alone, you can go sit in the mall and somebody's going to talk to you. Probably, man. Yeah, Like, it's just it's weird I like that, that, dude. Like, it's just sense, weird man. like that, bro. Like, that you never crazy, have man. to deal with, with loneliness. Like, somebody, bro, you can call me even if we haven't talked in a year, you can call me and we're going to spend an hour and a half on the phone. Just talking about nothing, right? About, like, laughing. Bro, half the time, it's talking about, like, putting cigarettes out on, like, tacos. Random as fucking shit. Something crazy, right? Like, this is a dumb example, but...
0: (laughs) But but no, (laughs) I get what you're saying, and it's just, there's there's some kind of, uh, there's a connection there. Uh, it, it, It might happen for all people, but it's just something that, it's unexplainable, and I'm not trying to, like, sound like some kind of... Uh, spiritual,
1: yeah. uh, of any of that you.
0: sort. It's just, it's something that it naturally happens. Mm-hmm. I've never been uh, able to understand it, but you know what? At the same time, too, for as much as I'm kind of like, uh, I, I'm, I'm off-putting to it. It's, it's organic, like, dude.
1: Yeah, I got to yeah. have to
0: just do it. it just, it's going to have to happen. Bro, and it's
1: weird because I feel this thing. Like, if I haven't had a conversation with a random person, uh-huh. I almost feel like I got to start one. Like...
0: I feel like that sometimes, too. It's kind of weird, it, it, dude. Because like, as, as much as I, I,
1: I don't As much want, as I hate talking to random people, yes. like, I love it. Dude, it's so because, crazy.
0: Because I think it's just, it's the experience of fucking being able to talk to people and just kind of like, what's going to happen? You know, yeah. just the unexpected. Like, You don't and know you anybody, never know where it's yeah. going to lead. So that's crazy.
1: They man. might be super mad and just, like, hate you, or it's just like, have to... Dude, I've never encountered that, though. Yeah, where you know somebody that. just hates me. It's always like, oh, cool, like, so, I've
0: had the experience where, like, I try to, to be cool with somebody just randomly, and then they're kind of like, uh, and then eventually they come around because they're like, well, Yeah, there's crabs in the beginning, right? Yeah, like yeah. this guy already went ahead and introduced himself. So, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and continue talking to him. And I'm like, Well, aren't you glad we fucking had that, you know, the conversation? Or whatever? It's an
1: icebreaker, dude. And, you know, like, I feel like for us who are gifted in being able to do that, that's therapeutic for other people. Yes, because we can help so many, uh, bro, like, even put the beliefs aside, right? Like just being a friend to somebody or talking to somebody or like, dude, you can have a relationship with somebody where y'all never hang out, but once a month you'll have coffee and And go have coffee and a cigar or something crazy. Right. And it's like for that person, dude, there's no, like, there's nothing greater. There's nothing to compare to it. Yeah. And for us, it's just like, we're just talking to people. Like we we might have five (laughs) coffee deals in one day. Right. Like, but it's good for people, bro. And I feel like, For what you do, let's say it's the podcast deal. Let's say it's selling barbecue. Let's say it's selling hunts. Man, it doesn't matter. Like, talking to people and loving people, building relationships is great, bro, in anything that you do. And that's why I chose those three stones. Those are the three stones that, like, I really, really
0: really gravitate towards.
1: Gravitate towards them. Teach my kids about them. Like, that's just, those are the ones I love. Nice,
0: man. You know what, man? We're not wrapping up yet, but I have some fucking random questions for you.
1: Shoot them, bro. Got uh, real answers
0: Used to be a rapper Yes <laughs> What was the name Of your fucking crew?
1: Texas Headliners Baby
0: What What possessed you To do that man?
1: So rap Or name it that Rap Dude I loved hip hop
0: Yeah Yeah
1: Here's a crazy thing Like man, I don't even know I can admit this online But I would Do a lot of graffiti Okay And I would just write my name Oh I got busted for graffiti I like, know it I, got, I know the story Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the old homie that was with yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, without saying no names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I'll, I'll tell you, he's you're just great. By the way, dude on yeah. canvases. I no, follow him on the, on the Instagram. Badass, videos, dude. He's a
0: beast. And, bro. I mean, well, he he's gonna be one of those individuals that I'm gonna I'm gonna interview, and he's somebody that if if it is some that that you know talking about the whole fucking uh, you know the the genre of this and yeah. you're talking about people who inspired me. He's one of those
1: people, man. So, bro, I, mean, I just want to be there for that. I don't even want to say nothing, dude. Nah, I, yeah. I just want to be there to see that one, dude. <laughs> but yeah, no, but he's I mean, great, dude. I look up to that dude, bro. He's good. But yeah. He's real good. Rapper. Yeah. So, I mean. So. Um, what was the name of the group again? Texas Headliners is what it was. Okay. But uh, I was never really good at break dancing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was decent at graffiti, bro, but never like... Uh, Never like the rest of the guys like that were in school with us that were super talented. I was horrible at it, and yet I got busted. (laughs) It was fucking stupid. Like the guy you were with was great. Oh yeah, he was it. Bro, somewhere in this garage, I have a peace book right now, and his his bombs in there. Is it really? Yeah, it's somewhere in this garage, and I have to find. I have to tell him about
0: this show so he can fucking listen. Yes, bro, I
1: have to find it, bro. But he wrote filth. (laughs) It was just the page, and it's the (laughs) coldest page in the whole book, bro. He just. He just wrote filth and like just bombed it up and like yeah. it's just That's he wrote it, filth and then right next to it was underground radio pirates like it was fuck yeah dude. bring it back if you want to bro like I man, was okay yeah. so I
0: mean if if you're listening to the show the guy who did my artwork uh, he he's the person that we're talking about yeah um I don't want to give his
1: name because of the content that we're talking about yeah 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean if
0: anything I'll talk to him and shit but I mean he'll be fine but uh yeah if if you're wondering who I'm talking about my my Instagram uh, it, it, it has his artwork and uh, we're still very much uh, connected and we still very much talk to each other. But I mean, yeah, man. So, I mean, what, what would you, you did the rapping for how long? Dude.
1: Dang, man. It was from, so I was already doing it in high school. Okay. And it wasn't until like, it was somewhere like 25 to 27 years old that I really stopped. Oh, damn, you're doing it for a while, yeah. But we did all right, though. Like,
0: bro, we finally made okay. it to. They
1: were playing this on the radio here, really, on 98.5. Oh, I don't know, that and shit. then, um,
0: because I never listened to the radio, but yeah,
1: what well, Charlie, you ever heard of Charlie Boy?
0: Yes, what, yes, it was the What It Do family, yes, Rapid yes, 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 Rick, yes, 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 and all yes, yes, them. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh, so Charlie Boy one day reached out to me and he was like, Hey, we're going on a Texas tour. Like, yeah, you told me about
0: that actually. Now that I'm y'all want in, it.
1: And it was Charlie Boy, it was Rhino, it was Magno, and this is like the underground Texas rap scene back in the day. And Paul Wall was on some of the shows, and I was like, yeah, we want in, bro. So we felt like, dude, it was crazy because we just, like, packed. Who has who has a dependable enough vehicle to go? Okay. And we would drive to different cities, and we'd take as much of the hood as we could with us. And they would get, like, <laughs> airbrush shirts made that said, like, Southwest to La and Texas so,
0: Headliners. And- I mean, we weren't really kicking it back then. But nah. I bet you
1: that if we were in shit, I would have
0: been... All deep in that shit, dude.
1: Bro, one time we went to the the first show I remember that we did was in Del Rio. Fuck, dude. No, it wasn't our first show. It was our first, like, show where we were out of town and we kind of got starstruck. No. So we go down there and we meet all the third degree down there, which was Mark Boda, La I knew them yeah, fools yeah, yeah, from yeah. around here, so we were cool. But then uh, Charlie Boy shows up with Rhino and Magno and Kinfolk Joe and all these other guys, right? And they have this rap bus. Okay. It's got their names on it. Like, they're doing it. They're bigger than we were at the time, right? So we get out, and they're like, what's up? And they had, dude, I remember they had some bunk weed. Aww. It was trash. Bobby Brown making face frown. I was like. Did "She kind of give you fucking headache. Then yeah, I was shit? like, wow, God, And I was like, what are y'all smoking on? They were like, oh, we're over here. And I was like, man, hold on. So I went back over there, and I had Bunchy with me. Bunchy's yeah. right here from the hood, right? <laughs> yeah a bunch he rolled up a bunch of them so he started rolling up dog he brought a bunch of bud and we all we all pitched in but he he had you know it was from him right so he brought yeah, it yeah, yeah. And, um we started smoking with him and they were like dang it wasn't even called gas back then you were like man y'all got that fire like
0: yeah
1: y'all got that dank right so we we're smoking with them, and then we go on stage and bro like i remember we walked on stage and i got up there we all got up there we had a bunch of dudes with us from the hood right and then all of a sudden, like, it was a lowrider car show in the Del Rio Civic Center. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and people started running to the stage. And we hadn't even, like, they started. didn't announce nothing. We just walked up there. We had lokes on, tall tees. Yeah. You know, crease jeans. Like, it's just what the movement was in the time, right? Yeah. So people start running to the stage, and they're like, hey, let's just start it off. Your mic's live. And I'm like, what's up, baby? Texas headline. I'm like, this is Los. And I started cheering. I was like, well, this is weird. Like. Maybe they thought we were, like, somebody else. Yeah, like, in yeah, my yeah, mind, I yeah, didn't yeah. believe it. Well, that first song dropped, and I had the first verse, and I started kicking it off. And, bro, when I tell you that they knew all the words. Shut up. What? For real? Bro. That's some shit, man. Little Eric was on the stage, too. Like, what? Slim was on the stage. Like, dude, I have pictures that night somewhere on my phone. And it was just like, bro, how did our song, we've never been to Del Rio, but yet they knew you should. We never, like, people were bootlegging. Ah. Uh, and okay. it was cool. Like, you know, I didn't even care. Like, bro, they knew our lyrics, bro. Like, we got off and, bro, we signed everything from babies onesies to bras, bro. Like, every, people were like, sign my, whatever I have. Like, yeah, yeah, we were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. whoa, cool, whatever. Like, with, go, dude. like, it was crazy. We were just some dudes from the hood, like, not even really getting, I mean, we were making a little bit of money, but not even really getting paid yeah, off yeah, this. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 that was the first time we ever, like, then we went to Houston one time and did a show and we got no love after that. <laughs> Houston was like anti San Antonio, bro. So once they said like San Antonio, yeah. it was like dude, we had to fight our way out of that club. It was crazy, dude. I'm but we had that, so though. much experiences. <laughs> so I got into the that. rap thing, <laughs> getting back to it. I got into the rap thing because I could not break dance good. I wasn't the best at graffiti. Uh, I wasn't a DJ. Yeah. And I just words were easy for me. I don't know. You like, remember we used to freestyle in the middle of the school? I know. I used to freestyle. You used kidding. to make the beats. I mean, I'm
0: more of a beat person, but whatever. But I mean, that's some crazy shit. I, I knew and I didn't know, but I mean, that's badass, man. That's kind of how it happened like for us, dude. Like, we just
1: started doing it, recording out of the closet. Yeah. Then we kind of made a little bit of money selling mixtapes. Then we got like a Triton. Well, we were doing it. Damn. Cool yeah, it was like $1,000 back in the day. And then we got like a Pro Tools <laughs> and we was like, yeah. oh we got a cool laptop now like we are doing <laughs> it in... <laughs> yeah no, man it was no, cool man. That is,
0: I mean that's definitely a fucking story and it's definitely something to uh, be proud of man uh, and I mean you kind of fucking a little jealous isn't I'm not gonna lie it Anyways. was fun dude uh, let me get you some more of this but next question real quick here um, and this is kind of going back to culture barbecue but mm-hmm. uh, where do you see it in the next few years man what well, do you want to do with it? What 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 is? And I mean, don't you don't have to get all big in a minute, you know? Just kind of let no, me know. No, dude, I
1: have this down. Like, okay, I got this question in the bag. Okay. So I really love what I do at these ranches. Okay. Hunting, barbecue, and fishing—love it. So I say, in the next five years, if I had to give you a five-year projection of where we're going to be at, right? That's a good. That, that's a good. Actually, right. uh, yeah. Years. So in the next five years. Um, somewhere in these next five years, I'm going to have a barbecue place. Okay. Where it's just culture barbecue. All right. Right? Okay. And that's going to be like the day-to-day, ins and outs, smoking brisket. You can go there every day of the week and get barbecue like a restaurant. It's a restaurant, right? With a full bar, everything. Think about it, though. Before we give out this whole
0: plan here, do you mm-hmm. want to be putting
1: it out? Yeah. Okay. Nothing's going to stop it. Okay. i worked too hard for it. All right. And I'm not doing nothing new. There's already barbecue places out there. I'm telling you what I'm doing. Okay, go ahead. I'm just gonna gonna do what I do. It's just it's the same thing that's out there. It's just my food. Okay, right. It's another barbecue spot. Um, what's gonna make mine different is the outside and the setting and the backgrounds and all that stuff. Anyway, that's gonna go down. <laughs> um, meanwhile, dude, I don't want to leave these ranches because I love it. That shit so sounds pretty cool. Dude. I'm gonna have a whole other crew of people. Uh-huh. that
0: we we'll let you go kill the food, and you just bring it back to the crib. No, oh, so okay. like I'm gonna like so here's, be dope. here's the real goal. Like if you fucking let him go kill it, and then you just bring it back to your pit, and you're gonna cook it right there. Don't
1: yeah. so. I, I do that now? That'll be ba- oh fuck for real. Yes, bro, that's ideas, best, bro it's shit. the best, dude. They'll bring me a backstrapper, turkey breast or whatever, and I'm, I'm doing it that night. Okay, it was just walking around a little bit ago. <laughs> yeah, now it's on the smoker, dude, or whatever. But anyway. <laughs> Um, dude, I have a cousin, man, that I'm really, I'm really believing oh, in, dude, and um, yeah, the one that does barbecue with you. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, so he's about. he's he's gotten injured since then, man, and he hadn't oh, been able shit. to really, really walk the same, you know, like he's he's overcoming oh, that kind of stuff. So okay, um, I feel like once I'd what I'd love, what I'd love to happen is once his restaurant gets up and running, um, and it's gonna be in a small town surrounding San Antonio somewhere, you know, I'm looking at a place now actually, uh-huh. talking to a buddy of mine who owns a property where we can maybe get it going, but. Um, I'd love to get that established, get that breathing, get that moving, make that healthy, let my cousin do the cooking there, and I still want to be at these ranches with another crew. But my goal is to expand multiple, maybe multiple ranches. So, for example, if I'm cooking for Kyle, I'm over here. Mm -hmm. But if there's another ranch that has a wedding going on, because these are five-star ranches, bro. They got weddings. They'll host weddings and stuff. I could send another crew here another crew over here at this ranch and at this ranch, but I will only go I mean I will only cook as far as like a hunting goes for Kyle, dude. Like he's he's giving me that break. Okay. And um he really takes pride in the brand that he's building. So I'm like his exclusive All right. food yeah, provider. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for hunting purposes, I'm only with Kyle, but for like if a wedding I mean if another venue uh ranch calls for something else so kind of it's like catering then catering that's okay. a catering job that i can send a crew out to so nice. now we're talking about multiple um avenues of income exactly the restaurant's breathing i'm over here with kyle and then i have five crews at five different ranches
0: okay
1: you know and those guys that i send out are getting paid hourly the company's getting the check and i'm paying them for their services <laughs> and moving okay that's the All goal right. five All years bro that's All what right. i want
0: i mean I, I, I can see it happening,
1: man. That's what I want,
0: bro. Definitely, cause, and I can see you giving me a job. So yeah, anyway.
1: and I just want to cool. stay hunting with Kyle, bro. Like, I just want to stay hunting with Signature Good, Hunting, man. bro, and just hang out there. Like, we have a great time. We go riding on the buggies. You know, we cook. We yeah. It's a blast. Dude. Good, it's a little man. Western
0: out there, but it's fun. Good,
1: man. I'm happy for you boss. Yeah.
0: Like, really, dude. I mean, from from what I've seen you doing, I mean, I know you're also a barber. Mm-hmm. And... Bro, I
1: take my clippers to the ranches. I bet. I was thinking about that, too. I do, like, bro. I, mean, I take I the cameras like, to the ranches, sometimes customers with other guys. somebody up and shit. So, like, my boy Ernie, he works for uh, he works with us with Signature, right? He's like, "Lo, fade me up. There you go. So, I start fading him up, uh-huh. and, and then, then one of the customers you. is like, dude, I, these dudes, these are hardworking dudes, man, that, like, own companies, or they, like, they bust their butt for companies, and they're always on the road, they never home, so they never, like, get haircuts. Uh-huh. And they're like, shit, dude, I'll man. throw a bunch of money at you right now for a cutting. So I just start cutting people's hair, and there you go, man. Half the time, I don't even tell them what it costs. They just get up and hand me some money. I'm like, it's cool, man. We're good. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's great, dude. So like, I mean, it's it's
0: it's something that you don't think about, but if you have it at your your expense and and you are just at your disposal, at your disposable, oh, I don't even know right now at but your anyways, disposal? yeah then you can fucking take advantage of it so no dude that's a pretty badass fucking like deal right there for those individuals who need to be cleaned up and shit i know you keep on staring at this what's up man oh, it's, save good. It. it's way it sweeter right? than the other one but it's still oh, it really good dude. orangery
1: dude yeah, yeah bro but there's even true. there's even more dude like
0: well don't give it all away man
1: <sighs> let's save it for another time yeah, right. because other mean, one's
0: real exclusive i'm not doing it yeah let's not do that just just wait just wait at the same time too let's leave them with something that they they're they're curious about because if they really want to know you they're going to come look for you yeah right so before we start getting to our plugs and everything one last question man and i'm pretty sure you can answer this pretty quickly too what is your
1: purpose or what is the purpose in life in life man this is kind of crazy Okay. Well, don't, 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 no, no I'm not going to no make 20 it, minutes soo- of it, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not going <laughs> to do that,
0: I'm not going to do that, um, but I think it's important, because with everything in which we've talked about, your background, where you come from, what you've done, how you've become,
1: I think, I think, I got it, I think if I can say my purpose, right, okay, um, without getting, without getting super biblical, without getting super into business, without super getting into anything like that, I think I can say, My purpose is to – it's like a two-part deal, right? first one is to break all generational curses in my family and leave a legacy.
0: I I can definitely respect that.
1: Break generational curses and leave a legacy. And the reason I say that is because nobody in my family has ever just had money, right? Okay. Nobody. Um, Nobody in my family has just never had anxiety, never done anything like that, right? So breaking those generational curses, I'm gonna leave. I'm, I'm we don't have to live anxious. A lot la- anxious comes from a lack of understanding, bro. Like, and I've learned that the hard way, bro. Like, I like that. Lack like of peace, lack of ha- understanding makes you anxious.
0: I like that. We don't have to live anxious. We you don't have, have to
1: live that way, bro. You don't have to live that way. And my whole family's always lived like that. I dealt with it for a lot of years, bro. Like really, really bad. Like, medic doctors want to give medications, and you know, another story. But, um. We don't have to live anxious, man. So, like, I'm going to break those generational curses, and I'm going to leave a legacy. And when I say leave a legacy, bro, I don't mean just, like, leave my story of building a business. I mean, like, the reason I can say that is because I also mean my belief systems. Okay. Like, I'm going to leave that to my children. Now, they can choose to follow it or not. I pray that they do, but they're going to know what dad believed. They're going to solve the hustle that dad had. It's tattooed on my arm, you see it. Yeah. They're gonna saw the hustle that I have. They're gonna saw, I mean, they're gonna see um everything I did to leave a legacy and leave them something that they can carry. Cause right now, if somebody in my family passes away, we just we just buried my aunt, you know, like mm-hmm. Monday and Tuesday. Oh shit. Yeah. My
0: condolences, man.
1: Appreciate it, man. Um, it's like when people pass away, we still have to have fundraisers.
0: Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. You get about. what I'm saying? I see what you're saying.
1: I'm trying to break all that cycle, dude. Like, I don't want my kids to worry and have to deal with the, the pain of losing somebody and have to worry about how they're going to pay for it. Like,
0: yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying.
1: Bro, it's almost like dying's too expensive. It ain't for broke people. No, it is. It is. You know man. what I'm saying? Like, and I want to leave something so good. Like, hey, you know what? Dad left all this. So, all they got to worry about, or not worry about, but
0: the only thing that they have to deal with. Is the overcoming of knowing that you're no longer here, bro? The money's there, yeah. The yeah. money's there. There's take, no stress, take, taking away those those um, economical burdens. Yeah. Um, no, man. Leave I mean, a
1: legacy of business. Leave a, leave a legacy of beliefs, and break curses, bro. Like, I think that's pretty fucking. Nobody's simple, ever man. been able to go to college like that. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know.
0: I I mean, I'm, I see a lot of of my like my great nieces and nephews who are going to college, and I'm like, you know what? It's fucking awesome, man.
1: You and know. at the same time, bro, I don't want to struggle in this college time. Yeah. If they decide they want to, do I don't think you need college, right? Like, I'm, I believe <laughs> I don't think you need it. Like, you, I don't have you, none you, of it.
0: You're not, you're not, you're not fucking saying anything wrong, to be yeah. quite honest. You're
1: yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't have no college, and I think I'm doing all right. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I have some college, but I got in a fight and got kicked out of college. Yeah. Like that's my that's how college ended for me. But yeah. if they decide they want to go that route, it's not going to be an issue. It's not going to be a worry. Yeah. Like they have the kid four kids, bro. They already have their little account set up.
0: Okay.
1: Money's building. Compound interest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just funding here and there and it's just gonna happen for them. They're gonna be well off better off than I ever was. And it's like I work for that, bro. Like if I could leave them better off and leave them a better promise and then, then I had to yeah. figure out and bust my butt for it, then my life was successful, dude. It's it, great. It changed doesn't change my salvation. I know where I'm going, but that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That those are my reasons. That's my purpose
0: great man i mean th- th- i cannot argue with that shit, man Not, not at all bro so guys i mean you heard it definitely uh something interesting in what you've been talking about all night man i'm i'm a little i'm a little buzz i'm not gonna lie are you yeah man i don't drink that often so i mean. Excuse me if I sound a little... Uh, sound here, maybe, uh, or if I just kind of repeated myself in a lot of different situations. But, guys, um, in all honesty, I think this was something that I learned from, and I'm pretty sure that you can listen to and you can learn from, too. Uh, let's go ahead and get into that. What do you want to plug, man? Culture Barbecue.
1: Yeah, Culture Barbecue is my... um. Is the business that i own and you can look it up on social media it's on facebook under culture barbecue um, it's on instagram under culture barbecue as well um c-u-l-t-u-r-e b-b-q not spelled out just bbq um and on, you follow them handles there you can see what i'm doing especially on instagram is probably where i'm most active you can see the hunts that i'm on you can see the deer that we did yeah, you can see that, the the food that we're cooking, you can see all of that stuff. So uh yeah, follow them things, culture barbecue.
0: All right, guys, you heard it. And for me, you can go and look me up right now at the gym Rack. Maybe I should change sh- 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 maybe maybe should, should change that to and I am your host podcast because it's on there. Um, But if you want to look me up, the Jim Aikrag, and that's T-H-E-J-I-M-A-I-C-R-A-G. I'll probably just drop it in the uh, podcast uh, description there so y'all can find it. But give me a follow. Give my buddy Lowe's here a follow. If you want to find out more about Culture Barbecue, you can definitely uh, send a message to him through there, if you're interested in any of his services.
1: Caterings, anything. Yeah, please follow
0: up with him. And only serious uh, inquiries, please. Okay, guys? But other than that, uh, I think this has been a great conversation, a great experience. Uh, But we are out for today, man. Yeah, I'll let you boy. I'll let you boy. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy, guys. Later, y'all. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.